Welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast, The Culture Edit, where we explore challenges and opportunities in around leadership in today's modern world. Before we start, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Larsa for allowing us to host our podcast today. And I'd love to welcome our lovely guest here today, who is Tom Lawson, CEO of Opencast, who are the fastest growing tech consultancy who are on their way to becoming B Corp certified. Thank you. So I hope that uh, intro did you uh, justice. One of, one of the fastest, I should probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, it's lovely to have you here today. Yeah. Um, and um, I think what would be great initially is just to give the listeners and viewers a bit of context. Um, obviously, CEO currently, um, I'm sure you've, there's, you know, there's been a bit of a journey there. <laughs> yes, um, so yeah war stories and all sorts to it to tell so it'd be really good if you could just spend a few minutes initially just giving us a a bit of a background around your journey and how to how you got to where you are today yeah sure so um well started out um if we go way back to university days i was yeah. actually a geography undergrad really? uh, so yeah elbow patches the full the full works um and then as i came to the end of that I'd, my passions really had moved towards more a career in tech yeah. um so i actually did a conversion msc uh, in right. computer science uh, and then immediately I've been in the, the sort of tech industry ever since. So around about a 20 year career in the, in the tech sector, all in tech consulting um, across BT Global Services, what part originally was Integra and then into Global yeah. Services, Capgemini uh, for nearly 10 years. And then for the last four years, I've been at uh, Opencast. And really, it, it's definitely one of those careers where you can look at it and it all looks very nice and linear, but it's... I've moved around a little bit in terms of types of role I've done in those organisations. So I've I've done most disciplines within mm-hmm. within tech. I've, I've, I even started off doing a bit of software development, which. I was uh, going to ask, but I, how I was... did that like? So you went from doing geography to a masters in computer science, and you said that's where you really got your passion yeah. within tech. And then how did you kind of? Where did you kind of start? So I've started from... doing development. But really realised quite quickly that, that development wasn't for me. I'm, yeah, don't. What languages? Uh, oh, quite a few. Java primarily. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I can do do. A, I could probably still I dust off. Years this would terrify since. my team if I said I could dust off some coding skills. I think they'd be saying <laughs> absolutely not. But but yeah, did a bit of, of that, um, and then very quickly moved through that kind of business analysis, and then into more um, management and leadership yeah. roles and. Basically, my career history from there has just been taking on bigger and bigger, um, you know, firstly projects, then programs, and then latterly sort of running you know, business units, big client accounts. Uh, before I then left the kind of corporate world and, and yeah. came into came into Opencast, um, which was four years ago, really to help thinking about scaling the business. So yeah. got to know the founders. Uh, they tasked me with yeah working with them, develop the strategy for growth, and then. 10 months in said okay this is uh, we're growing and we're growing well and uh, we're gonna mike uh, one of the fa- co-founders yeah. decided to step back as ceo and, uh, and i took over at that point and then as you say it's been pretty rapid growth from from there on in so we were an 80 person six million business at the end of 2019 when i joined okay. uh, this year will be more than 500 people uh, north of 50 million revenue wow. business so it's been a it's wow. been a high growth period and uh, lots of yeah, lots of excitement and change, I guess, in the business along the way as, yeah. as we've done that. Fantastic, amazing. 
Um, and I understand that um, open cast. I mean, obviously, you're on your way to B Corp certified. Yes. Um, it's tech tech for good business. It'd be really good to, I think, understand initially what your definition is of of tech for good because there's a lot of businesses at the minute there's a lot of noise around tech for good isn't there in, in uh, the community absolutely absolutely um, what's your definition of tech for good i think the first thing for me is that it has to move beyond uh, being just warm words yeah. um and I, I think you're right to call out that there is a lot of you know whether it's kind of greenwashing social impact washing of of businesses i think for opencast it, that's always been there it's 12, 12 years old nearly business um, and that has always been quite inherent what we're trying to do is make that more like the wording through a stick of rock and make it really explicit um, and really embedded into the DNA of everything that we do in the business so yeah I think if you're going to be a business that puts that uh, front and centre and, and claims that space you have to yeah. then go about making the changes internally that are going to reflect that and make that true yeah it's about living and breathing it isn't it like your values and you know and i think what tech for good's kind of become over the years with that when i sort of mentioned the word noise is yeah. it's like what dni was two or three years ago yeah a number of businesses yeah. and and it's you know it's not just about that ticking that box is it really no. and no it's got um, it's got to go much further than that and, yeah. and actually one of the big things we've done um this year actually we we were yeah, if you think 2019 to 2020 sort of 2022 was a rapid period of growth we actually exceeded on the the kind of strategy that we had uh, in terms of where we wanted to get to with scale yeah. and the early part of this year we've really revisited what's the onward purpose mission and vision of the, of the business and again it's a lot of that has been about making some of this some of our social impact you know, mm -hmm. which i would sort of see as akin to the the, the sort of tech for good um, much more baked into to what we do, um, yeah. and yeah, and we've done a lot of work with the teams to talk about I that was and to ask help that. that to be really, yeah, if you don't mind, it'd be really useful if you could talk about how you've embedded that within the people. Yeah, um, you know, because I think it's all well and good kind of, you know, being that sort of on that journey from top yes. down, but it's how do you filter that through to the people and well so with both that work that we've done to refresh those three things yeah. the purpose mission and vision and in fact when we distilled out our values so and, and really got those framed up we did that with the teams so rather than right. it being a top-down exercise yeah. we effectively you know we pride ourselves on um you know doing good research and um building things in a very human-centered way yeah. and so we've taken that approach to both defining and codifying our values but also mm -hmm. how we've then drawn out of the business where we are and who we are from a kind of mm -hmm. purpose perspective but where we then want want to be um, which I think that in in of itself has been hugely helpful to get people on board with that journey they can see that we've you know represented all of their you know their thoughts their interests where we want to go as a business and then uh, and they've helped shape that and then yeah. as we've then shared that back lots of it then is about the conversation and keeping that alive and we've been you know we've been doing round tables around the country in each of our locations and trying to get this message across which is these aren't statements that just need to you know either sit on a wall or <laughs> in fact they're not on walls nor, nor are our values they have to be lived experience yeah. in the business yeah. and 
you know we're we're very keen to always be assessing whether that's the case and getting lots of feedback from our teams as to whether that's uh, that is their experience both from values perspective and, and culture but also now directionally are we delivering on on making those things true so that we're not yeah. just um yeah claiming the space without actually uh, yeah exactly and, you, it. And, and and that's what it sounds like you're um you know it's very much about the people but work, like you said working with your people collaborating yeah. involving them you therefore then get the buy-in from your people and, and they're all on that same journey um, i think it's one of the big things that attracts people to join us um yeah. our recruitment team are very good at going out and bringing to life that story and i think cutting through some of this wider noise in in let's say some less scrupulous bits of the industry where <laughs> where perhaps they're claiming that space and not delivering on it i think we're very clear about the type of culture you can expect when you come to opencast yeah. the type of culture you can expect when you're interacting with us and they get that message across people join and then they value that and they're very protective of it which is which is great actually yeah, that makes our job easier because yeah, yeah. i often talk to the, the team about you know we we're going to try and not make stupid decisions that break it um, but if yeah. we do make some then tell us then tell, and, yeah. and we'll fix yeah. it but yeah. equally hold each other to account hold your colleagues to account on the expectations of yeah of all of that package whether that's the values and behaviors but also the direction that we're trying to take and and what we all need to do in order to get us there yeah fantastic brilliant and do you find as a leader and um, being sort of in that operating in that true tech for good space has that and or do, and does it impact the decisions that you need to make as uh, as a business leader 100 percent um the we're as i say we've sort of refreshed all of that um who we want to be and yeah. where we're going and we're in that process now of embedding that through everything whether that's you know recruitment the way we measure people uh, you mm -hmm. know, the way we select clients uh, and, and look for who we work with all of these decision making processes but even you know board level we, we're very clear that we we're balancing actually a range of stakeholder needs whether that, yeah. that's our people it's clients it's society and then it's and it's also investors I think a lot of businesses probably just focus on the investors or or the ownership and we, we recognize that broader balance but equally that you've got to look at all of those constituencies and think about them from different angles you know there's there's kind of economic ethical um, and legal considerations mm. that you need to apply in your decision making which all leads to a bit of a matrix really of and balance that you have to reach when you're when you're making decisions and B Corp has certain expectations around elements of that we're trying to really make sure we've got that baked yeah. into to who we are and what we do so that that decision making flows down in that that way and that we are yeah making good balanced decisions that that reflect who we want to be yeah fantastic and how, where are you on the journey to becoming b corp so we have uh, we've done we've done some of the core uh, work in the background around kind of yeah policies changes in yeah. processes uh, we're about to submit our application um, and then unfortunately there's quite a big backlog in there oh, <laughs> of there's really? so many organizations been going for being yeah I've, I've heard uh, that cause yeah. there's quite a few that have re recently certified yeah there's, well. a, there's a there's a fairly lengthy backlog i think right. but, but anyway we'll we'll get the submission in we'll yeah. have in our you know we'll have met hopefully the, the criteria that are going to get us over the line on that but then we've got to wait for the assessment process so yeah. uh, we think it could be into next year before we get the right. formal uh, the formal badge but right. uh, the work if you like to 
get us in the position to go for that will have will have been done um, yeah. after the summer. So fantastic. And what have you found has been your biggest challenge or hurdle or obstacle to kind of overcome during that journey? Um, I don't. I don't think we've found it hugely challenging okay. from top to bottom. Really, we'll, everyone is bought in to right. to doing it. So it's more been the case of getting through the, the work and the, and yeah. any changes where perhaps we had just good intent before, but not the formal formal yeah. processes, procedures, yeah. measurement, and all the rest of it. So, and that's one of the benefits we saw of the B Corp going for B Corp. It would make a lot of things more deliberate, more measured, and externally validated. Yeah. So again, yeah. back to the point of, it's not just us saying that saying we're that saying that we're good and that we're trying to do it. the right thing. It, yeah. According to following all the Some, processes. Someone else is someone else is looking at us yeah. and assessing and telling yeah. us whether that or not that's the case. And what we also really liked about it, there is a an inbuilt expectation that between rounds of certification, you have mm. to be progressing and improving and going further not yeah. going backwards so yeah. again that very much fits with our uh, kind of growth mindset as an organization and people wanting to learn to develop improve yeah. as, as we go fantastic and what's what's the sort of like underlying goals and the vision and plan behind going for it what what's where did that come from and uh, it, it really is about this exter- it's the external validation uh, and and willing, being willing to subject ourselves to, yeah. to that, so that we can provide those proof points. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, when we survey our teams, survey clients about what we do, how we do yeah. it, etc. The right stuff, I would say, is coming out in that, yeah. but making that as deliberate, as embedded, um, and as you know, kind of systemic as as, pros- as possible in the business yeah. means then that happens consistently for all of those those people whether it's our people whether it's clients society etc yeah. so yeah we just see it as a way of you know like you would do for um security certification iso certification yeah. it's a it's a way of just getting that you know robustness into the business because it's all you know we want to be very you know very human-centered very mm-hmm. very compassionate business one that really cares about its people and cares about the impact that it has but you need to then make that true. So it's that yeah. sort of love and rigor, that really, that you need, you need in, well, yeah, in, in, in what yeah. you do. And, and we see this as very much part of the, yeah. the rigor and the proof points around yeah. that. Fantastic. And you were saying earlier that um, this this last year or so, was it this year so far that you, you've, you know, it's, we all, that there's, there's no hiding from it. It's been a difficult, challenging <laughs> year. Um, for many businesses and uh, you know unfortunately for for some more than others um, you said you've managed to grow um, this year you've grown by a hundred people yeah how's your um, be really interested to understand what your um, because you've you've all I mean we've worked with you for a few years now um, and I understand that you know like for us as a um, as a recruiter it's not been difficult or challenging to attract candidates yeah what's your retention um rate like and 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 how's that been impacted and how's that been affected by the sort of the tech for good journey that you that you're on at the minute as well so yes it it has been an interesting (laughs) (laughs) is the uh the the very um politically correct phrase to use Mm. on that um but yeah as you say we, we we have grown um our retention has been really good, uh, really good this year. It's been at we're at sort of six percent attrition, fantastic. Um, over the course of the year, um, 
that's one of a key one of a key number of metrics that we're always looking at to yeah. understand how people are feeling. So you know, we we read quarterly survey all of our people to understand ENPS. That's currently at sixty six plus sixty six, which is a really good strong score. We actually survey all of our levers. Uh, we have an independent uh, organisation that comes in and interviews levers. Our, our levers ENPS is actually plus twenty six as well. So we yeah. even when people leave, it's it's not usually because they've. Um, you know kind of fallen out of love with the culture and, yeah. and what the business is about it's usually uh, as ever in tech a very interesting tech opportunity has come up yeah. that they felt they perhaps couldn't get um, working with us uh, we've got a very high level of returners to the business uh, which is a good measure I think of, uh, of, of how you know how we do on, on all of that um, Glassdoor scores great there 4.7 so we, we track all of that because we want to uh, back to the earlier point I want we want mm. to know if we're getting that that stuff wrong so you know we do a lot of measurement is really key for me I think yeah. you know, if you, you measure what matters and you want to then you use that to inform good decision making and, and planning for the future in terms of that people experience the you know we we absolutely see well it's that's front and center in really how opencast works yeah. it, it starts with with people it starts with us providing a really great environment for them one in which they can grow one in which they can feel included supported that they're going to develop uh, mm -hmm. you know re fairly rewarded and we've got we launched something earlier this year called our kind of people deal but it's mm -hmm. it was really again starting to put a very clear framework of expectations around what people can expect uh, when they work with us that's a really big thing for us if we get that right we go out we can have a really positive impact on the clients that we work with mm. and through those clients typically work on socially impactful projects and it's that if you think of that as a bit of a self-reinforcing flywheel where yeah. that then attracts more people to come to us who want that type of work yeah. clients you know buy us buy into us because they can see that we are doing that and that it matters to our people and then there's yeah. a net result you know we're constantly driving out bigger and, and better impacts out into yeah. society so you know we we do do some stuff that sits outside of that there's a whole set of you know whether it's community work uh, we're actually launching kind of pro and low bono uh, offerings to, oh, to address different sectors but the you need the, the sort of the heart of the business to be about delivering that in its day-to-day -day work yeah. uh, across a, a range of things and so yeah work in government and healthcare really enables everyone mm. to feel that they're making that that impact yeah. and and that that contributes to the this sort of really positive environment that we've created for yeah. people yeah that's fantastic and that's a testament to your culture really isn't it if you've got the right people the mindsets and you're looking at you know offering out pro bono yeah. um, work as well you know like if your people are the, like you said the heart the heart of your business is your people without your people what have you got well, what is no, your business it's, not, it's no. nothing you know, exactly my, um, my team are probably bored of me, me saying this but you know, we, <laughs> we own some laptops we lease some buildings and then everything else is people everything yeah. else yeah, that's it. And, it and you either you know cherish that and look mm. after those people take their needs seriously and create an environment that really supports them or you know you've still got a business and there's plenty yeah. of tech businesses that run without maybe that emphasis that we try to create yeah. but you know I suppose our hypothesis is that 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 is you know we don't want to be like one of those other businesses we yeah. want to create something that is 
differentiated at, at its heart by creating that really positive experience for people, which includes making a difference in Yes, yeah, absolutely, um, 100%. And if not, you're just on that constant churn and merry-go-round, aren't yeah. you? And, um, you know, and, and I think you said something earlier where, you know, it's it really caring about people and it's that whole kind of caring about their mental health as well. Yeah, um, hugely. And, um, yeah, health, you know, health, health, and we- health and well-being is... I mean, it's it's core to what in delivering that people experience. We we also see it as one of our kind of core social impact pillars. Yeah. So along with you know the our, the environment, um, that is it's a really really important piece of, of the puzzle for us. Really, is yeah. making sure that people have that uh, have that psychological safety in the business, which then allows them to challenge if things aren't right and, mm-hmm. and help make it better. Um, and these are. Yeah, there's quite a long list of things that are potentially quite easy to say and require a lot of effort to make them consistently true and we're always striving to make them consistently mm. true. Do we always get that right? No, but we, no, but we're we, all human. But we're all human and we perfect. Yeah, we we acknowledge that and that's yeah. that's the basis I think to be able to have that type of dialogue uh, with with your team is, is that is, is knowing that we're all striving to, yeah. to improve personally mm-hmm. uh, professionally and then and then collectively as, as a business yeah fantastic brilliant and a big part of the culture at opencast um is about diversity and inclusion isn't it which i, I think you, there's a few quite a few awards that you've won yes, yeah, in yeah. that space as yeah. well so it'd be really interesting to hear um, more um, about that and how you've got to yeah. because again d- DNI is again one of those things isn't it where there's a lot of noise there's a lot of a lot yes. of organisation have their quota to hit it's tick boxing it's percentages but yeah. actually um, you know is it really kind of something that's there in everyone's minds and, and in line yeah. with culture behaviours um, etc Um so I think it'd be really interesting initially just to talk about like the key factors of how at OpenCash you've got to, you know, the company's success around DNI yeah. um, and how that's measured as well. So if if you start at the end in some ways, which is what yeah. do we want to create? Well, we want that inclusive environment where people can turn up to work, be themselves, and deliver the best possible. Um, outcomes for you know for for us for the clients and and for society if you're going to have that uh that's the target that's what we've got to get right right so that all efforts are focused around that diversity is then a huge uh, diversity and equity and then a huge huge Mm -hmm. component of getting to that inclusive environment so we don't sort of see these as it's it's the that end goal that's critical and then all of these are components of it i think this is another area where we've been really keen to get external validation and, and external input into that yeah. because actually it is an area where I think some people are probably uncomfortable and it's not because they don't see the importance and it's mm. not because they don't want to do it but sometimes perhaps you don't feel that you know what to do and yeah. you know I would say in various bi- elements of that that's where I've been as well yeah. you know I'm not I'm not a world expert in DE&I yeah. uh, but I know how important it is to us and that, and that we want to get it right so we've brought in external um, support for that okay. uh, they've uh, effectively again run um, surveys and focus groups and workshops and tried to get under the skin of where we are as a business which was 
it was it was sort of re it was very reassuring because out there they have a you know one to five scoring thing and, and yeah. we scored four and a half out of five so we scored oh, really well. Now, and that was before. And that's you'd before. Changed anything or and now that now the but though is and this is the good thing because this is yeah. the getting under the truth of it and how do you really then make a difference that it was all, that was all a lot of that was being driven by fantastic intent behaviours and underlying culture of the business yeah. but again that how systemic is that how how does that hold up when you scale from five hundred where yeah. we are now to a thousand people. Yeah. And, and that's where they, they could, they, they've helped us to identify gaps that we're going to need to make sure we address as, as part of the next stages of the journey. So that's been brilliant. It's you know someone holding up a, a mirror to you and, and forcing you to reflect on the things where perhaps it's not as robust as it needs to do so that we can then put those programmes of work in place yeah. to, to make that the case. Um, and yeah, that, that's been a, a huge help for us. It's really enabled us to get clarity on, on where we're at where we want to be and, and prioritize the work that's that's going to follow but from a really great mm. base where there isn't you know yeah thankfully there are no groups um and or you know minorities in mm -hmm. in our organization who are feeling that this isn't a place that cares about that stuff yeah. i think what what it's really nicely got under the skin of for us is though there's, there's more to do to make that yeah. consistent repeatable scalable for the yeah. next stages of, of where we go fantastic and what um what what specific initiatives do you run within opencast um to to work towards you know so i'm sure you've had recommendations from the external um yeah so i mean there's a there's a big there's a big piece around um absolute clarity on strategy in that regard yeah. so you know back to your point what what are we where are we trying to get yeah. to where you know and that feeling of inc being included uh, yeah. and, and, and so both yeah both from an inclusion point and yeah. then how how do we want that organization to look how do we ensure we've got that representation in it so that's a bit of work that's then gone on is to make sure we've got that yeah. that defined the the ongoing measurement is quite an, in, an important initiative so again feeding that into how do we how do we track that this is true but you know all stages of, of mm. someone's journey with us you know from when we're out advertising the company to when we're recruiting them how, how they then you know are allocated to project progressed yeah. within the business how they're supported it's having the measurement points through all of that to to understand are we have we got have we considered all of these aspects you know it's down to like and then there's all the then there's all the little things that you have to change you know it's us, you know, making sure social events, you know, are they genuinely inclusive? I think probably there's a reputation of tech at times being a little bit pizza and beers. Yeah. And I really enjoy pizza and beer, but actually, do you know what? Some people really don't enjoy pizza yeah. and beer. Yeah. And, they're, and they're also brilliant people who work and in And some our, people don't want to drink correct. alcohol. And some, people, yeah. some people don't like very intense social environments. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and we're experimenting and learning about different ways in which we can make sure events where we do want to bring everyone together and create mm. that bond because in a hybrid world we're all scattered all over the country and in different places yeah. at different times how do we bring everyone together in ways that are going to work individually but also collectively and, and we've had yeah. some great feedback on, on things that we've tried where yeah really mixing up that offering so that everyone can 
can participate yeah. and feel yeah feel that they're seen and heard in in that process so yeah. it, it's and again that I've, I've found that it's it's really eye-opening because if you know you, you you as an individual have got a set of preferences and ways that you like to do those things and connect and but actually but that's not the not, right it's, it's not, not right for everyone exactly. though, isn't it? and, and you do you do get a bit tunnel visioned with it because you know i've come from i've been in sales for 20 years and it is a very kind of you know i i, I recall um at one point i was working for a company and it was like every friday you had to go to the pub after yeah. work and it was frowned upon if you didn't go to the pub and you know and that sort of pressure um and feeling like you've got no one to talk to or no one to turn to yeah. and not having those open space environments or um you know cultures it, you know it can be really damaging and, and that for a, you know that it's a really kind of concrete example that's about that's inclusion right so yeah. if you don't if you don't create inclusive spaces yeah. for people you are how on earth are you are they ever going to feel included and yeah. like they can be themselves in yeah. that environment yeah. and it's it's a very you know we're still you know we're still exploring and learning how to how to tune this but again it's that's an ongoing dialogue with our people yeah. to understand how we get that right i think um what would be really interesting is and i've had a lot of these conversations recently is um about making people feel not making that's probably the wrong word but you know working towards helping people feel like they've got a sense of purpose which obviously it sounds like you guys are doing yeah. really well at and belonging yeah um and i think that whole kind of belonging piece regardless of their background regardless of their back background their beliefs their religions yeah. um you know all sorts of um things so what what do you specifically do at open cast do you feel well in that arena that space to help those people feel well that that's part of the community yeah, so that part of the people deal yeah. is exactly that it is right. that that you are it, it is belonging is the word that's you that we use uh, okay. it, it is about and, and and the vision if you like for that came out the sort of strategy and vision that came out of the uh, the external work we did on de and i it, it's exactly that that we want to create that environment where everyone can feel that they they belong regardless of, yeah. of, of all of those things so and, and again it's sorry if that if this sort of might sound a little bit repetitive in some ways but we have to firstly you have to measure it so you have to really understand um who are those different constituencies yeah. what are their needs and then it is about address addressing those in through the, all of the different things all of that all of that life cycle or all of that uh, ongoing life cycle of someone's time in the business so all stages of the, the, the sort of consulting process as it were or and, and, the, and the journey through the organization we need to make sure that 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 is true um and yeah i mean it's it is it is partially true now for us but we're, we're still figuring out how yeah. to make that uh, more systemically true for everyone at every yeah. stage of that um but it's i think people have appreciated the fact that we are having that that dialogue we've got that openness about where we are we've shared all the scores and the feedback mm -hmm. that we got from the the external assessment of our uh, where we're at kind of on de and i and equally we're then sharing the plans about where we go go next and that, that transparency you know big is a big big thing for us again that's yeah. that's all the journey because you start off and 
you're trying to you know you've got to build the business and all the rest of it with all of these things like whether it's yeah transparency on um, salaries salary bands that's something that we've we've got now in place for all the consultants and we're actually going to do that for all of uh, the core functions including including me so that wow. everyone knows what's what's going on and, and yeah. then they can make their ju value judgments their choices based yeah. on that but it, again from a how do you make sure some of those um yeah um, minority groups if you like are mm -hmm. being treated fairly well be transparent about what fair is you know mm -hmm. where if i'm if i'm at a certain level what can i expect to be paid regardless of my gender my my faith my you know my sexuality whatever yeah. it might be yeah. um that that's we know we know that from research and and from the feet you know the support we've had externally that's a really really key thing transparency allows uh, those things to then be demystified and for people to for fairness then to yeah. to, to emerge as, as part of it so that's another yeah there's lots of little things like that that you've got to get right if you're going to commit i think fully to yeah. this and and really make it make it true fantastic brilliant and um really interesting um i think it'd be really nice to sort of close now on um What's your, um, obviously at the start we went through your journey, we've talked about some really interesting um, things to do with, you know, obviously Tech for Good, how you got to where you are in terms of um, working towards your B Corp yeah. certification um, and the whole DEI piece as well. As a CEO, um, we have, I mean, this podcast, we have lots of aspira aspirational leaders within yeah, the community, yeah. listening, watching. I'm sure there's um, some very fantastic leaders at all levels <laughs> that are listening to it. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's the whole, you know, there's the ne next generation leaders as well. Yeah. Um, what, you, you, you come across as a really authentic, transparent, open, honest leader, Thank which you. is amazing and really refreshing. Um, so I'm hoping that you'll um, be able to give us a few little nuggets and, and bits of advice. What what key learnings, like what would you have done differently along your journey? And I guess this is probably two questions in one. What would you have done differently? Um, and what sort of one sort of key bit of advice would you give to the community who are looking to kind of, you know, looking for inspiration, I guess, to get to where you are one day? So I'll, I'm going to do those in slightly reverse yeah. order. So the key bit of advice I would give is, is you you know always be learning, always be willing to learn, yeah. learn more. That I think is central to mm, I agree. any any role, but particularly leadership, because as you move through levels of leadership, you know you come out of sort of more management and into into leadership, and then into ever more senior levels of leadership. Yeah. And you're always having to learn, uh, yeah. unlearn some things and learn new things yeah. in order to be really effective in that role. So that kind of you know growth mindset, that's again a really key tenet of how we how we see the, the business working at all levels. So um, yeah, I, I personally massively believe in that. I went, took eight weeks out of the business last year, went over to Harvard Business School because I recognised oh, there was wow. more things I needed to learn yeah. for the next stage of the journey we're going on. The people, the team would be, uh, uh, wouldn't believe it if I hadn't thrown the Harvard thing in at some point. <laughs> so that one's to, yeah, just, just to wind them up. But that, you know, the, the growth, the learning, really, really important mm. to me. I think... So then, then coming back into what would I have changed on on the journey? Yeah. 
I think arguably at times on that maybe I wasn't trying to learn fast enough and as as much you know maybe I was I'd be in roles and um, and perhaps not constantly seeking that as much yeah. um, and, I, and I think maybe as a result you know were, you know were there perhaps things that if I'd known earlier through explore perhaps exploring more mm. that that I've been that I'd have not that I've particularly made different decisions, but I've, I think I would have had more confidence in certain decisions mm-hmm. earlier, and and more, um, what would you say, kind of more validation on certain convictions yeah. to then be firmer on them, and and actually that is what I got out of that time out of the business. There yeah. were certain things which I felt were true, and that I knew or I felt could be true about the business, yeah. the type of business we yeah. want to be, and where we want to go. And in some ways, getting external affirmation on some of that and validation has then allowed, you know, I think that's helped unlock some of my decision making and how I want to do things. And hopefully that's transmitting through into how the team are then able to do that in that we're, yeah, we're probably all then pushing a bit harder on things mm. where we go, we kind of knew that that was true, but we just... Yeah, we were, we, we, you were waiting, waiting for something. Yeah, and, and I, I agree, and that's a really good point that you've made there because I think the other thing is it, it it's you know whether it be C level director level but that kind of senior level it can be it can often be a lonely place and I think um you know you do need that validation and in order to lead and make decisions with conviction it can be difficult and you do need and I think it's great that you've 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 done that you've you've gone you know you've you've had that external validation and yeah. and not all leaders do and and I think that's really important because you know, yeah, otherwise you kind of in like what's the word you kind of in well you're in your own in, a little bit in your own sort of silo aren't you or yeah, your own yeah. or maybe even your own echo chamber a little bit you get yeah. in you know what you know and what the people closest to you perhaps know yeah. but being willing to yeah it, it is sort of expand your mind to other possibilities and yeah. and, and seek other ways yeah. of getting that validation I think is is really important and I do think yeah the you know I certainly wasn't sort of sat on my heels over that over that over my, my career but in a way it's the I would just encourage everyone to have that absolute thirst for you know being curious learning yeah. more challenging your yeah your assumptions challenging your your, your doubts you feel convicted so that you can you can move Mm. with at, at pace with with more confidence i, I think that's a but learn, learning 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 is is at the key yeah. of that and always being willing to to learn and, and and relearn because especially in this industry everything's changing it's all the always time changing and, and, isn't it you know yeah. what we'll all be doing in another five yeah. years let alone 10 years time will be probably quite different yeah. so yeah, we, we need to have that mindset top to bottom if we're going to thrive I think as yeah. individuals in, in it and then as organi- as leaders of organisations yeah. Fantastic, absolutely agree and I think that's been a really nice way to, to end um, you. Yeah. Yeah, um, really interesting um, loved your energy, your passion um, which was uh, yeah, brilliant, so thank you very much um, for coming on the podcast today Yeah, thank you and, forward and to thanks everyone for listening as well, I hope that's been, <laughs> I hope that's been useful, sure it has definitely well, it, it has personally to me and I agree with you, like I'm, you know it's, it's a constant learning curve, um, absolutely and, and that will never, never stop um, so um, thanks again and if um, our listeners, viewers want to reach out to you 
but you know like we've, we always have people kind of reaching out for advice they might be interested in yeah. opportunities um, or just to pick your brains and use you as a sounding board anything like that how's yeah, best pl- for please connect on LinkedIn uh, I'm Fantastic. a fairly avid networker on, on there and cool. um, yeah that'd be, be great to hear from you and, and we can pick, take things from there brilliant yeah. thank you very much and thanks again to uh, Lasa for hosting us today yeah, really appreciate you. it thanks thank you